<clears throat> unique New York. Unique New unique York. Unique. How now? Hi, I'm Londres. And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Unless they want to learn something about life. Right, this may not be suitable for children. And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad, and I love my family and friends. I do too. So what is nostalgia exactly and how does it work? The human brain conceptualizes events into positive and negative memories. Nostalgia is the process of remembering life events that are happy, Cummins explains. The feeling creates a connection to good experiences, places, people, and events from the past. It provides a hit of neurotransmitters such as serotonin and dopamine that create pleasant feelings, she added. That's interesting. I didn't know that like, it actually produced a chemical in the brain. I, I didn't either. It's also a healthy coping strategy and has been scientifically proven to improve patients, help lessen the pain of loneliness, and improve well-being. Looking, looking back on the past with overly rose-colored glasses, on the other hand, might cause your feelings of nostalgia to take an unhealthy twist. If you look back and idealize what happened, you might compartmentalize the past and remember events differently from how they actually occurred. What do you think about that? I love it. It's very eye-opening, like most of what we find or what you find. (laughs) I think I experienced two nostalgic feelings. Yeah. (laughs) Emotions, whatever. Um, One was actually last night, and the other was uh, earlier during the week. So the one earlier during the week, I'm going to turn this around. I don't know if I experienced it or if my mom ex- was experienced. And I think she was, but she shared it with me. Did you do like a so, double nostalgic trip by being nostalgic for your mom's nostalgia? Probably. Oh my goodness. You might rip a time. Nostalgialism. You might rip a hole in the space time continuum. <laughs> but I don't know if you can see this. Uh, give it a second. Not. Castillo, is that. A birth certificate or a... That's that's actually my birth card for the little cart that I was put in when I was born. Oh, wow. And so my mom sent that to me and um, she called me, I guess, as soon as she sent it. So I didn't see it. What'd she call you? She said, Miha. Oh. <laughs> um, so f- anyway, so that I felt like she was... You know, she came across that, and it probably took her down. Obviously, some memories of you know me coming out of her with JJ, or being in the hospital and stuff like that with my dad screaming. Yeah, probably hating him. Pain. Because, you know, you're ripping supposed- through the walls. Yeah, and you're like this you little know, baby, and you see this bright light at the end of a tunnel, and you're going through, and then you're greeted by this stranger, and then people that you're other strangers. <laughs> Yeah, so she um, she did make some comment about my dad. I really don't remember what she said. She misses him. I don't him. think it was negative or positive, uh, but it's funny because, you know, Andrea, my sister. Yes. 
and I are, were born in the same year. Yeah, you're Irish twins. Yeah. And, and, and you're Mexican somehow. Yeah. You're Mexican and, Irish twins. Top of the morning <laughs> to you. And we... Uh, I got it. Top of the morning to you. Pass the tacos. <laughs> so, not to put everything out, you know, my mom's business out there, but she had went through a bad... Uh, I don't say bad divorce. She just... Her marriage before my dad ended fairly quickly, and she was pregnant. So Andrea and I, you know, don't have the same dad. But, you know, here comes my dad to the rescue. That's so funny to think <laughs> of your dad as coming to the rescue. After knowing him for as long as, yes, he came to the rescue. Yeah, he came to the rescue. Thank goodness. I know that it's going to be so taken out of context with everybody that listens. <laughs> anyway. But thank goodness, though, because you're here as a result. Lupe, yeah. Alex. Yeah. Did I miss so, any? Is that it? No, okay. I was I was here as a result. Uh, and of his heroic rescuing <laughs> of your mom. I'm picturing him, like, with a cape. <laughs> And holding your like cradling your mom in his arms like he like Superman holding Lois Lane after like oh, catching gosh. her from falling off a building or something. <laughs> I'm actually starting to feel a little sick. Now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm sure that that pick that card took her down memory lane. And like I said, I don't know if it was good or bad. When she called me, I felt like it was good. So it was releasing some good hormones for her. Um, now after we talked. <laughs> Got that dopamine <laughs> release. And then the other that I wanted to share, which for me, it was, I feel like it was positive. Um, I got a text last night and uh, it's actually, I'm going to see if I can turn this around. Uh, so this is my response to Felicia, our, our cousin. Our cousin Felicia. This. Yeah. She uh she sent it to me and I was I said, Oh wow. I look like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the negative nostalgic effect, I guess. Yeah, because you most of my pictures. You have this memory of you looking boyish. You had short your, your hair was really curly when you were younger. So yeah. when you get it cut short, it looked even shorter. Yeah. And I didn't know this, but you always felt like you looked like a boy. I didn't know oh. that I looked like a boy until I was older and I looked back and I'm like, why was I a boy? <laughs> but so to tag on to what you said, my message or my response to Felicia was, oh, wow, I look like a girl. I usually look like a boy in my kid pics. And then I, you know, saw my Aunt Marcy, which is Felicia's mom, who's, who's passed. Um, and so that was good. It gave me good feelings. Yeah. And then Felicia's response was, Yes, we saw the one with your super short hair. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, great memories. I'm like, great memories for y'all. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you yeah. look like you changed your setup a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I got a different desk, and I never sent you the picture, so I'll do that. Um, but yeah. We'll talk more about nostalgia in the in the second part of the show, but uh, go ahead and tell me what's going on. What What happened with your husband? Uh, so Luis is, um, he's spoiled. And so I take pride in what I cook for him for dinner. 
And if he isn't happy, then I feel like nobody's happy. But yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to go out on a limb and hope it doesn't break. And I'm going to make spaghetti and and uh, French bread, like uh, spaghetti, the meatball subs. Yes. So Which to me sounds delicious. Me. I love spaghetti, yeah, meatballs. I, I love meatball subs. Like my mouth is starting to water thinking about that. And it's so I was like early in the morning. <laughs> I said I'm not gonna make too much. Um, usually, if we, if I make something like that, I end up making two things: that for the kids and I to eat, and then something separate for him. Well, so I was like, I'm not. As gonna an do example, that. what would you normally make? Like some examples of what you might make separate for him. So since I used ground beef to do the meatballs, I probably would have kept some out, which I did, but I didn't cook it. <laughs> you would have kept some out. I would have, I would have uh, chopped up some serrano peppers, onion, tomato, sautéed that, put in the ground beef, and just made him some tacos or that with some fresh cooked pinto beans. Ugh, and you would typically cheese. do this because of why? Because he's el mexicano. He doesn't like other food. Okay. He, needs his, he needs his carbs, protein, and carbs. Well, spaghetti and meatballs certainly have carbs. Meatball sandwiches, too. Well, you know, the sauce sometimes can get a little sweet. Yeah. So I kicked it up. I added some extra spice to make those meatballs have a kick. You made and some spicy like, meatballs. I sure did. I was like, here you go. You don't even need salsa. I did ask him if he wanted lime because he squeezes lime on everything. I've never tried lime. You know what I have tried? So you put a little chili in there. I've actually put Tabasco sauce in the spaghetti mm-hmm. sauce. And oh. I, I don't know if he likes the flavor of Tabasco sauce, but it it adds – it's surprisingly good. So if you're out there and you're bored with spaghetti and meatballs, try a little Tabasco sauce. Kick it up a notch. <laughs> well, he hated it. <laughs> so and how, I, wait, how did that make you feel? Because you you spent time cooking this dinner for your family, and you purposely did not make anything separate for him. Although you usually do, from what yeah. I understand. Yeah. But yeah. this time, what 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 were you thinking? Like this time, he's going to like it. I put some spice in there, or were you just like, I'm too tired, but or this time, or or, like, or 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 were you feeling resentful in any way? Were you like, you know what? I think that. Oh, really? Okay. I think I was like, you know, because the girls, they pick up on that. They're like, Mom, don't ask him. Just do it. And I was like, Don't ask him take, what? Don't ask him. Don't give him options. Oh, okay. <laughs> just do it. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, I'm going to take their advice. <laughs> take my <laughs> kids' advice. <laughs> well, you know what? That's, I, I don't know if the advice was good or bad, but it's it's good that you're listening to what your children have to say. Like, yeah, they're part of the family too. Yeah, so if they break I, you uh, and your husband up, <laughs> <laughs> so we sit down, we eat, and like he he has this look on his face, like <laughs> just like for the, for the, yeah, okay. So you know, I'm like, hey, I was like, do you want me to warm the leftovers from last night? He's like, no, no, I'm gonna eat this. And what were the leftovers? Meat and potatoes. Okay, <laughs> and um. The whole time, it's like, he looks like he just wants to barf, but he's eating it. And I'm like, I said, if you don't want to, don't don't eat it. So that was starting to really get to me because I felt like he was forcing himself. So I didn't know if to take that as a good thing. Like, okay, he's trying. He's going to eat it. 
but of course, you know me, negative Nancy. I was like getting pissed off because my plan didn't work. (laughs) And he still wouldn't let me, I shouldn't say let me, but he still wasn't willing to just give in and say, yeah, will you please warm the leftover food? And what do you, why do you think that is? Uh, One, he probably didn't want to hurt my feelings, but it was too late because it was all over his face. (laughs) (laughs) But does his effort mean anything to you that he, that he clearly suffered through a meal that he didn't enjoy just so he wouldn't hurt your feelings? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) (laughs) So your your feelings were hurt and he ate a meal that he didn't enjoy. So you both lost in that situation. Yeah. I'm like, man, we really need to work on our communication skills here. So he's or maybe don't out. take advice from your kids about your relationship. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, yeah, yeah. He picks out these big pieces of, I don't know what, and I thought they were garlic because the tomato sauce was just canned tomato sauce. Like a chunky tomato. Yeah. And I had already picked out like huge pieces of garlic. And so he was like, I was like, if you don't like it, you know, he said, no, I don't like this. And I was like, I don't either. He was pointing to all my- the food when he said that? Yeah. <laughs> I was joking. He's like, I don't like all this red stuff. The, <laughs> the sauce that is all over the spaghetti or and all over him, the meatball sub. And yeah, I gave him half of a meatball sub. <laughs> it's like, I don't like this. Oh my goodness. I can't understand someone who doesn't enjoy spaghetti. Oh man. I just don't understand those taste buds. Like that's mm. probably my favorite meal in the world. Like some sort of pasta, but if gun to my head, like spaghetti and meat sauce or spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. It was, it was, I I did, as soon as I was through, I was like, I got to go put my desk together. (laughs) So I can't look at you anymore. Were you angry the the whole night or did it pass? No, I I had to think about it. Like I had to like, kind of like what you, different examples, like think about it. Did it mean anything that, (laughs) was it pride or was it just, you know, being did, genuine. Did the kids pick up on him not liking it? Oh my gosh. They're like mini me's and him. So oh yeah. Lord. Oh Lord. So what we've what raised they, little monsters. What they have to say about it? They didn't say anything. They're like, don't don't give options. Just do it. My goodness. Yeah, I don't you know. Like the, when you're a kid, yeah. you say if you're hungry, you're gonna eat it. <laughs> not, you know. But in the past, y'all have enjoyed a meal to get. Like, y'all actually all have have meals. There are meals that your family enjoys completely, right? That the entire family yes. can enjoy? or is okay. Yeah. They're usually centered around one person. <laughs> I feel like you're being passive-aggressive. Can you be more specific? Yeah, I can't because <laughs> that, just that, came in here. Is that one person you? <laughs> no. Is that one person your daughter, Isabel? No. Is that one person your daughter, Bila? No, they don't. We don't carry much weight. <laughs> is that one person your son, Luis? No. Is that one person your older son, Luis? Yes. <laughs> Why would you say yes to that? He's not your son. You know those videos that say this is how uh, is that Mexican or the memes like this is how Mexican moms treat their their sons and they're like growing past men and, <laughs> and mom is like holding them. They crop it. It's so funny. Yes. Yes. All good intentions. Uh, yeah, I was one of those Mexican men for a long time until I moved out at the tender age of 20. <laughs> and uh, now I'm living with roommates. 
at least you're independent. Life's going great. I can look back and be like, man, I used to live with somebody. But now I live with somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) That nostalgia factor. Yeah. So um, did did y'all go to bed upset or did y'all... Or did y'all not even talk about it? Um, we really didn't talk. And this this was, was la- this was last night's dinner. Yeah. Uh, what do you plan on making for dinner tonight? So you know the the weather's like getting super cold. Yes. So I was like, we need we need to make something warm. So I asked, actually tomorrow is homie's birthday. So I was like, I'm gonna kick the weekend. Oh, wrong happy birthday! Yeah. <laughs> Today's my <laughs> nephew's birthday. Happy birthday, Jonathan! Oh, happy birthday, Jonathan! Uh, anyway, so we're, I'm going to try to make menudo tomorrow. Is that something that Luis likes? Uh, Yes. So. Why can't you just make something that he likes all the time? Why you got to be so mean? The menudo is going to be like my second time making it. So I have to prep. Um, but tonight he wants fajita. So I said, well, okay. I was like, how are we going to cook that? Like, and he's like on the pit. So it's going to be super cold. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I, so I was going to ask you, does he ever cook? But if it's on the pit, I'm assuming he's cooking, right? Or yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't cook on the pit. I can't somehow get the concept of when and how much lighter fluid to well, put on me, the charcoal. Let me explain something to you. And I don't mean to offend anybody, but when you're cooking on an open fire, that's really a man's job. <laughs> when you're cooking in the kitchen, that's the that's a woman's place. Well, just to let you know, I have a gas stove, so it's open <laughs> fire. <laughs> it's different. It's coming from a stove. It's not in a pit. It's not a pit of fire. Yeah. By the way, I'm kidding for anybody listening. That's clearly, I hope, clearly a joke. I don't it actually is. think uh, that way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What? I've, <laughs> I've had plenty of women cook on a pit for me. It was so nice. I'm like, oh, I don't have to sweat. I don't have to smell like charcoal. I've tried. I just can't seem to, like I said, I can't get it down to know when the, the charcoal is right to add, you know, to start. I'm terrible at it, too. Like, <laughs> I, I haven't cooked that much on a pit. <laughs> <laughs> Let the truth be told. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time uh, my brother cooked on a pit. And we had both never done it. We were just remembering what we had seen other people do. So I don't know if you remember when we were younger when our uncles or our grandfather would cook, but there, there was always a beer that they would use to, to, to yeah. throw on the fire. So we would do that too. Yeah. So we would do that a lot too. And we didn't know what the hell we were doing and it came out like crusty and burned, but he continued doing it. And now he's <laughs> really good at it. Yeah. He's, he's great at it. And Luis so, is really good. Your husband is really good at it. Yeah. Why do they put it on there? I think the beer is, I think, because I never figured this out because I've only grilled a couple of times on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the beer is to help uh, calm the flames down so that it doesn't get too hot and burn the food. Mm-hmm. But I'm not 100% you know, positive of that. I'm just going to ask Luis right now. Yeah, ask him. Tell me. Why do, y'all, why do you put beer on the barbecue when you're cooking it sometimes? What does the beer do? Like when you're cooking the meat? Please tell me he said the fire's thirsty. <laughs> he said to, to put the fire out. Hey. When the fire's too hot. So you're right. All right. See, I, I kind of know how to grill. I was thinking it gave it some type of flavor. Ask him if it's ask him if it's because the fire got thirsty. 
So are you sure it's not because the fire got thirsty? ¿Estás seguro que era porque la lumbre no tenía sed? <laughs> what do you say? He rolled his eyes. <laughs> he says, is that Tello's joke? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me like, you need, to, you need to get a chair and sit with <laughs> So it sounds like y'all are getting along better today. Ask him, ask him uh, if he's still full from last night. Dice Eric, quiere saber si estás lleno de anoche. Todavía. He's like, ching. <laughs> hey, he already shit it out. I'm sorry. No, he ended up, uh, <laughs> when I woke up this morning, or last night when I went to bed, he had like the, it was empty, but the gallon of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he'd gotten the, what was left in it, and that's what he ended up eating. Wait, did you find the gallon in your bedroom? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is he 13 years old? No. But, yeah, I was looking to see if it was still over there because I was going to stand up and take a quick picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope tonight's dinner goes better than last night's. I'm sorry that it didn't work out, but and I, I'm not taking sides or anything, but I love spaghetti and meatballs. I love meatball subs. If we were still living in the same town, I'd have been like, give me your leftovers. There won't be any for later. Man, I could have sworn he's eating meatball subs from Subway. I was like, man, I'm for I wonder sure if he likes my mom's meatball subs. I don't think he's ever had them. Okay. But well, if it's not red with salsa, I don't think he's going to go. Hey, maybe we can try that. that. Hey, that might be a cool fusion dinner to try. Make some meatball salsa. Yeah, you know what? Giving me ideas. I'm Instead serious. Of putting it on French bread, I could put it on tortillas. No, no, no. You could probably still try it on French bread, and maybe have the tortillas as a as a backup. Yeah. But you know, I don't know how spicy you want to make it. Maybe, hey, we might be onto something. There's a lot of yeah. cool for, food fusion. Food fusion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, All right. I, I'm I almost said that. I almost said Ford Fusion with it. I think is an actual <laughs> vehicle. <laughs> to get Ford Fusion. It's a uh, an electric hybrid. Yeah, right. so that was that was dinner. It was interesting. Well, I hope everything works out. Keep us updated. We'll do. We'll All do. right, let's take a break real quick. Hey, are you enjoying Number Two Podcast? Would you like to support us so that we can keep making these great shows for you? Cuz, won't you tell them where they can go? Hit us up at campfirepod.com slash support us. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D.com slash support us. Support us is all one word. You can support Number Two Podcast directly with a monthly donation for as little as 99 cents per month through our anchor.fm website. Or scroll down a little more and you can click on our merchandise link and that'll take you directly to our Amazon store where you can buy one of the shirts that we offer. And if you pick up anything else during that visit, we'll make a small commission at no extra charge to you. That's right. Listen in style. Pick up a badass shirt. Support us at campfirepod.com slash support us. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D dot com slash support us. All right, cuz I wanted to talk a, a little bit more about nostalgia because it's something that I've been thinking about a lot, especially during the pandemic. We've been experiencing a lot of nostalgia to kind of help escape from the current times that aren't so great that we find ourselves in right now. And uh, 
one of the things was the uh, the home video project I was doing with yeah. with the old tapes that I found. Uh, do you mind explaining a little bit of that to the to the audience? Sure. Um, so Tello and his uh, creative film. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, back in the day, we'll go back to what, is it 96? Uh, no, no, no. Late 90s, like 98, 99. Okay. So a- late after, 90s. I gra- after I graduated high school and could afford to buy a camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, would film our family gatherings. Um, his immediate family and nieces and nephews. Your immediate family too. We're related. Yes. yes. And my, in my family too. And it's funny because- a lot, some of those recordings, you know, some of those gatherings, I didn't realize, or I forgot maybe, that we did a lot of that stuff here. So anyway, um, Tello would film our family gatherings. And so over a period of what, we think it was maybe six Oof. or seven years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably around seven years. Yeah. And even, even us... 15 years because of uh, Brianna's quinceanera. My niece's quinceanera. Right. Well, I'm, I'm finding um, more and more, but more the, recent, the, yeah. the, the, the bulk of the project was transferring the old digital eight tapes that I found. And th- that was, that was proving difficult because of it. It was old technology. So I needed mm-hmm. older equipment to do that. Yeah. And the equipment I was using, unfortunately just isn't working properly anymore, but I was able to pull a lot of tapes from the late nineties, early two thousands, um, as you mentioned, uh, a lot of family gatherings, and mm-hmm. you and your family started watching those on your as your family movie night. Yep. And what what was that like? Oh man! How did first... that make you feel? <laughs> uh, the first couple of videos that we watched, um, it was it was like taking me back to that that being there in that party you know like I was there um it was e- a bit emotional because you know we've you know uh, several of our family members are no longer the first one us. was Easter 1999 if I'm not mistaken yeah which was half our lifetime ago yep maybe yeah yeah and we still had in the video uh, was our grandmother mm-hmm our uncles who have passed away, our mm-hmm. aunts who have passed away, and your kids and our other cousins when they were just babies. Yes. Yes. So it was a, a just a mixture of feelings. Um, overall, I mean, when I when when the movie, you know, when the video was over, it was like you, no, no, no. Ah. You, you can call it a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel like yeah, my, the movie I made twenty when the something movie years was ago. Over, yeah. Um, and, and the credits rolled, and it was directed yeah, by Yeah, it was like, man, I was so appreciative of being able to revisit those memories. How like did I you, said, oh, um, go ahead, go ahead. It was just, it was a mixture of feelings, but it was like watching a good movie where you cry, you laugh, you're like, oh. So I think it was maybe the third video, or maybe even it was that Easter. I, I, I can't remember exactly, but... The flip side, the the part that I felt like was a little negative was seeing myself 
who I was then. And I mean, I was young, didn't know, you know what I'm saying? It's just. You, ha you I, hadn't I, experienced the world yet. Yeah. And, but I had already, I was, I forced myself into a world that I didn't know because I was young. I got married when we were, eight, I was 18. I had Isabel actually when I was 19. Um, and. Were you pregnant when you got married? No. Oh. I, I married in December. I'm sorry. Just, in just September. Checking. Just, oh. <laughs> I got married in September and I got pregnant in December. <laughs> <laughs> um, this might sound pretty, I don't know what, but I always tell Louise, like if I had gotten pregnant first, I don't, I really don't think I would have gotten married. Oh, I, I you had to say, that mentality. I thought you were about to say we wouldn't have had a kid. I, I would have gone straight Stop. to the abortion. <laughs> Stop. That's so wrong. Anyway, so it's a mixture of feelings. But the negative part of the nostalgia <laughs> was I started thinking like I, I was judging myself of, of the way I dressed, the way I talked, just uh, my, my sisters, my brother. I felt like we just looked different than our other. I started comparing ourselves to our other family members during that time. And I and struggled with that and you had said that um you had showed one of these to your sister phoby and she had a thought about yeah. how she acted back then yeah she was she she apologized she was like i can't believe i didn't even this is one of the videos she walks into uh she shows up to the house at grandma's house and she didn't speak to any of us she just kind of gave us like a nod and she just had a different uh attitude uh, yeah and it was you know, I didn't really pay attention to say like, oh, well, she was just being really ugly, you know, I, even watching the video, but not until she watched it herself, did, you know, she was like, I can't believe I just walked in. I didn't speak to any of you. And I'm like, you know, then she said, I was like, yeah, you're right. You were kind of being mean. <laughs> so rude of you. <laughs> but like you mentioned early on, it's, you got to, we, Loopy did the same thing. My other sister, Loopy, she was having a hard time with it too. Um, because I think we were just being too hard on ourselves. You know, that was just the environment and the yeah, way we're always our own worst critic. So it's, yeah. it's good to have somebody there to help kind of like walk through this with you. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we were just kids back then. We, I don't know about y'all, but I thought I knew everything by the time I was 18. No one else could tell me anything because I was like, even though I had an experienced life, you know, I I was pretty educated at the time. I'd done well in school. And I just thought like, you know, these, these my family who hasn't, you know, experienced that much, like what could they possibly teach me? But it turns out I was just being stupid and egotistical there's a lot I can learn from my family, Even, you know, whether it's what to do or what not to do. You know, I remember uh, my uncle Manuel telling me uh, to be careful with my weight because he doesn't want me to, to to have the unhealthy life that he was living. And I just, I remember just thinking like, God, I've heard this so many times. Yeah, I know, but why can't you take your own advice? And here, <laughs> I, I wish... I I wish I would have taken it more seriously then because maybe now I wouldn't be as heavy as I am now. And yeah. uh, while luckily I haven't experienced many health problems, it, it does, you know, I know it does affect my health. 
So do you think that the I don't way, think. okay, <laughs> looking back, like you just said, he, he would give you that advice. How did he give it to you? Like, were y'all in a room full of people? Was it just him saying, Hey, uh, I know? remember <laughs> the one I that, that I, re- the one I remember. Anyway. Yeah. The one I remember the most, and I don't know why it even came up, but I think it was at, at grandma's funeral at the cemetery after, you know, right after this services. Service. Yeah. At, at the actual cemetery, I remember him talking to me and I just, you know, my mind was somewhere else because we had, you know, we were burying a, mm-hmm. a loved one. And again, like it was, you know, thoughtful, loving advice, but uh, I was just not willing to listen to it. And I mean, it seemed like an odd time to bring it up. Like I'm, I'm going through the emotion of losing my grandmother. He's going through the emotion of losing his mother. And he's telling me I'm too too fat, essentially. (laughs) Jeez, can you wait at least till the next day or something? Yeah, can you wait till we're like back at home eating too much food? You know, our family that's, has that. Thing, that know. seems an appropriate time <laughs> yeah. to tell me you're too fat when I have a plate that's almost buckling under the weight of the food. Yeah, yeah. I think but, food has always been our comfort zone. Oh yeah, our, it's been everything. It, it's where we go to to sulk to to drown our sorrows, and it's also what we use to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I brought this up because I, I'd been thinking about nostalgia a lot because I see it a lot in pop culture and especially during the pandemic. Uh, but I found this article on Brit, and I'm not sure that the pronounce it Brit and Company or Brit.co uh, about when nostalgia becomes unhealthy. Um, but uh, in pop culture, I noticed when we were kids, like our parents' generation kind of packaged and resold their nostalgia to us mm-hmm. in uh, movies like Back to the Future, uh, Stand By Me, which uh, both great films. Uh, and I remember uh, cartoons like Muppet Babies, even though that was set, that was kind of a timeless series for the most part. They were just babies, but the theme song was a very 50s style song. It was like, Muppet Babies. And then uh, a pup named Scooby Doo, which Scooby Doo was popular, I think, in the 60s and 70s. I, I'm not exactly sure, but you know, I love Scooby Doo. You know, I grew up watching Scooby Doo. But a pup named Scooby Doo, the style and everything looked like it took place in the fifties, and I'm assuming it did. But the the theme song was definitely a fifties style song, like a I, I want to say like a doo up kind of fifties style. It was like um, Scooby Dooby, Scooby Dooby, yeah. you know. So it had like that really fifties yeah. sound, and, and yeah. you know, this was in the eighties, uh, maybe even into the early nineties. That you know they're they're uh, they're playing this and and then you know um uh, a, a big mo- uh, Stephen King was was huge had a lot of movies and TV movies that came out at the time but it that came on TV the, the TV version mm-hmm. uh it took place in modern times which was the 80s but it flashed back to 20 something years ago like in the 60s I think so you know there was that nostalgia right. it was like actually combining yeah like and then, uh, you know, you flash forward to current times and you have the remake of It, which takes place in modern times. And it flashbacks to the 80s, which was our childhood. And right. that's for a whole new generation. And uh, like um, Stranger Things, 
yeah. was, is super popular, which I love. But again, it's take place in the 80s. And it, it shows us kids outside together riding their bikes all over town. Like I remember riding my bike to, to McDonald's to go visit my mom, to go visit y'all. Uh, and granted, we didn't live that far apart, but like right. it was, it was it my was- only, my only source of freedom. Like I was away from my mom, I was away from uh, the, the adults in my family. Like I was just, I, I could go, I could have gone anywhere. I was scared to because, you know, I was given limitations. But uh, I remember having like really good time. Like when I, I made friends with the kids down the street, and we'd go downtown and ride our bikes. Yeah, like, I would never go there by myself, but you know, we were a group, so we felt safer. Um, and you know, just, you know, having those memories, but like, again, repackaged and sold to our current generation, which I'm sure your kids rode bicycles when they were younger, but it was a, what you looked away, like, maybe I'm thinking, um, Luis, my son, you know, yes. my homie, uh, during the pandemic, we, well, before the pandemic, we had actually bought some bikes from your brother. And they'd been sitting out for, I don't know, months, maybe even a year. But during the pandemic, everything was shut down. So we were like, you know what? We got a big backyard. We got, you know, whatever. We're going to ride the bikes. So we did. We rode them in in the yard. And um, Luis, my son, was like, but mom, y'all never taught me how to ride a bike. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So, So when you said that. What a bad parent. Well. I know he's had bicycles because that's like one of the things that you get a kid for their birthday or Christmas. Yeah. It's like you got to get him a bike. You just made me remember when I was learning how to ride a bike. Go ahead and finish. And uh, uh, well, we experienced this nostalgia together. Yeah, he was right. I was like, when did we teach him how to ride a bike? But he's, you know, he born in two thousand and four, so technology was, you know, starting to really the gaming systems. At the age when he yeah, was able the, the to play. Yeah, the iPod already existed. It was a few years away from the iPhone existing. And then a few more years after that before the iPad existed. Yeah. I didn't I didn't really teach him. I mean, I'll, he taught himself. <laughs> but it's kind of funny, though, to watch him ride. He's like, push the brakes, son. He's 16. Push the brakes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Take the training wheels off. <laughs> uh, my training wheels stayed on for so long. So wait, he had training wheels on when he was sixteen. No, or, I was just being oh, okay. Funny. Okay, I, it was I like wanted a, to make sure a ten speed. It was an adult size bike. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, they wheels. might have training wheels for that. Who knows? <laughs> um, I actually learned. At my, well, I was learning. I didn't officially learn then, but I was at my uncle Manuel's house, the street that runs in front of his yeah. house. Uh, it's you know not a very busy street, so it's a I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a cul-de-sac. So I remember uh, my cousin Patricia, his daughter, uh, running behind me, holding onto the seat so I wouldn't fall over. And still, she'd let go, and then I'd fall over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really learn, but like I remember taking that time. Like they took that time to try and teach me. I don't remember how we got the. Uh, I, we must have loaded it in my mom's car to get the bicycle over there because yeah. I certainly didn't ride all the way over there. <laughs> and it's so funny because oftentimes people say, "Oh, it's like riding a bike; you never forget." <laughs> so, like learning to ride a bike is for me at least, was very difficult. But I don't remember the time exactly when I was able to do it without the training wheels it could, because it seems so natural now. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just I clearly remember like him being upset because I couldn't balance. He's like, you know, when you feel yourself going one way, just throw your body the other way. I'm like, 
that doesn't make <laughs> sense. But by the time I feel myself going that way, it's too late. That's like I'm already weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to explain these these complex adult methods to a yeah. child. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, this this article uh, is written by Krista Gray on Brit.co. It's about nostalgia, and she talks about the good and the unhealthy of nostalgia. And I, I don't know if all this like I enjoy this. I'm a big pop culture fan. I love mm-hmm. movies and music. So I don't know if these are good or bad. I'm, I'm not saying that one way or the other, but uh, they're just examples of where I've noticed that, like, uh, I, I haven't watched in a while, but a TV show called The Goldbergs is about a kid growing up in the 80s who had, you know, using a video camera, recorded a bunch of his childhood oh my memories. Gosh, was yeah. he saying Tello? <laughs> I wish he. It's The Goldbergs, I mean, not Tello. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he. I mean, that, the show is based on his childhood memories, and I guess a lot of it is drawn from his old home videos. Yeah. So, it, like, it, it really it strikes a chord with me because I I can really relate to his character as a kid, because even though I didn't have a camera at the time, like I was still fascinated yeah. by all the things he was fascinated by. Um, his brother is a his older brother, and the show is is dorky, but like at, athletic or want to be athletic, mm-hmm. and. I'm like, well, my brother was athletic. He was actually a really good athlete, but I can relate to their relationship so much because just so <laughs> they, they, they they butt heads and then they get along and they butt head. I'm like, oh man, that's just like my brother and me. <laughs> but uh, one of the things I just wanted to say was like, just uh, for for people to be aware of it, like it can be fun to go down memory lane, uh, like the, watching the home videos, the, the project, which by the way, I need to thank your sister, Lupe. Um, because I had been wanting to do that for a while, but I never really had the hard drive space to, mm-hmm. to transfer the videos. And uh, she had called me one night, or no, she had texted me one night to ask me if I had a picture of our uncle who's passed away, uh, our other uncle Bones. And I knew I had a picture someplace because I remember posting a, a video uh, and I was looking through my photo archive on my computer and I couldn't find it. And I started looking on the social media to see if I could find that old post. And I couldn't find anything. And I was like, man, with the amount of time that I spent just looking for this, I could have loaded up that tape, found the spot of where I originally posted it, mm-hmm. and just taken a screen grab of that. So I did. But I had to watch some and fast forward through some parts and see some relatives who are no longer with I mean, including our yeah. Uncle Bones. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I FaceTimed her after I found the picture and I sent it to her and, you know, she was really grateful. And then I FaceTimed her and I was like, Hey, cause you know, I, I just had to look through this and I don't want to be the only one who has to experience this. <laughs> so through FaceTime, I played the video on my computer and, you know, we started talking and, uh, we probably shed a tear or two together. And I told her, I, I feel kind of bad about this, but I was dropping some heavy hints <laughs> Like, yeah, I've been wanting to transfer these videos, but I just don't have the hard drive space. I want to get a hard drive, but they're kind of expensive. And she was like, well, how much are they? And in my mind, I was like, oh, she took the bait. Thank you. <laughs> I said, well, let me look. It. Yeah, I was like, let me look it up. And I, again, I feel terrible about this. I should have just been up front and been like, hey, I want to do this. Would you Yeah. <laughs> would you mind yeah. helping me pay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, I'm so embarrassed. I'm such a bad person. No, you're not. So, Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> You're a good person too, even though you, <laughs> even though you purposely made a meal for your husband, you know he wouldn't like. I know. <laughs> We're horrible people. I know. So, 
so I look it up and I'm like, well, this hard drive costs this much, but to be safe, this is the one I would prefer to get. And it's, you know, this much more. And she was like, well, I'll send you some money right now. I was like, okay. Wow. So she and her son, Elijah, sent me a certain amount of money. It covered more than half of the hard drive. So I covered the rest. Don't worry. You don't have to, you don't have to chip in. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> so I bought this hard drive. And um, I haven't been able to watch all the videos that you've been able to watch because mm. because there were so many, I I can't transfer them like you would now with a camera. You plug it in. There's a digital file. You just transfer yeah. it over. Yeah. I have to do it in real time. And while you might think, oh, why don't you just watch it while you're doing that? Well, I set it up in real time. If it's an hour and a half movie video, it's going to take an hour and a half to transfer. So I set it up and I'm like, okay, I can sit here and watch it or I can use this hour and a half to do other stuff that I need to do. So I would do like chores and whatnot, run errands, and then come back and stop it. And then it's a digital file. Oh, is this boring? Like I don't want to bore the audience with this process. So then it's a digital file that I can copy over and whatever. So I take that, it's an old, archaic video file that might not work on other things. So then I have to load it up into my video editor. Um, <laughs> if there's anything inappropriate that I think might be inappropriate um, or might be offensive to other people in the family, just kidding. <laughs> no, if there's anything that I, I, I'm like, I don't want to include for whatever reason, yeah. you know, it might, yeah. it might just be like... Uh, private, something private. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the family secrets. Yeah. Like, we don't need everything out there. I'll cut it out. Uh, and then I'll export it as a modern video format. And then I uploaded it to, to share with the family. And you can't watch way, a video at any of that? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it tied up my computer and um, the video card went out. So now <laughs> it would take even longer to, to do all that video compression to cre- make it a new... So... That project is on hold. But one of the things also is like doing that, it would make my bedroom so hot because <laughs> that's where my computer is. It would be working on this file, like doing the math to convert it. Oh. And, and it just warmed up the entire bedroom. And now that it's cold outside, it would be the perfect time. <laughs> but now you don't have any equipment. <laughs> so that aside, I didn't mean to take too much of a, of a tangent. But uh, going back to nostalgia, like uh, I, it was fun to watch what I got to watch, like seeing my nieces when they were young, uh, just like the, the childhood innocence, seeing us when we were young. Yeah. Like I wasn't in a bunch of them because I was behind the camera, but when I pass it off to somebody else, like I've always thought of myself as so fat. And right now I literally am so fat. Again, should have taken my uncle Manuel's advice. Didn't do it. But seeing myself in my twenties, and yeah, I was overweight, but I was never as fat as I thought I was. Yeah. I am now. I grew <laughs> into it. It took me some time, but I did it. Hold your applause. <laughs> Stop. I finally reached the image that I had of myself when I was younger. And I just think to myself, like, it, it, it upsets me. And this, and this is probably the negative part of nostalgia. Like, if I had only known, like, I was, I could have worked harder yeah. to be more physical. And I might have been able to keep that weight off, but I never was. You know, I was already past the bike riding age. That was I had a car, yeah. um, I had a job, and most of the time I spent like right now sitting in front of my computer. And now, what do I do for a living? I sit in front of a computer, and and it really bothered me. I was like, man, if I could only go back to that time. And then also, I was thinking like, yeah, 
why didn't somebody tell me what a slob I look like? Like I was wearing like old t-shirts that were kind of wrinkly. In fact, mm. that reminds me I need to fold and put my laundry away because they're getting <laughs> wrinkled now. <laughs> but like I just I just needed like a little bit of of a of a uh, a self-esteem boost. Yeah. Cause I for whatever reason, and maybe one day when I can finally have the courage to enter therapy, I can find out. For whatever reason, I just didn't think too highly of myself, and that reflected in my outward appearance. Yeah, and uh, and it, it bothers me to see the, those old images, because now you know I'm still not like a super confident guy, but my confidence is way higher than it used to be. Yeah, and even though I don't dress that great, like I still love my t-shirt and jeans. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more comfortable in it. I'm more comfortable even with the extra weight. I'm still more comfortable in my skin than I was then, and I think, I hope that that uh, that exu- like, I hope that other people can pick up on that yeah. because, like, one of the things that annoyed me was like I would make a joke and then I would say oh, I'm just joking mm-hmm. because I was I was too afraid to upset somebody. Yeah, yeah, and so I had to let them know, hey, what I just said was a joke. Yeah, when clearly it was. Well, like, don't joke when I, like that. Like earlier when I was saying like only women. Yeah. Cook in the kitchen and men cook. Like, <laughs> that, that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. I hope y'all picked up on that. And if you got offended, good. It's an offensive joke. <laughs> if you laughed yeah. at that, I was like, yeah, that's right. Tell her, tell her. <laughs> then, yeah. then, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe maybe you're thinking the wrong yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but no, go ahead. Sorry. No, and you, you had mentioned earlier um, when we were talking about this before that there was a, a TV show. That you and your family watch, in, in addition to the home videos, uh, there was a popular show that you and your kids watched during the the family. Yeah. Uh, what was it? It's Karate Kid, right? What the? Yeah, the show is Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Cobra Kai, which yeah. is great, and it's a sequel to a, a movie that's like thirty five years old. Yeah. I, I, which was a great movie. I love the movie. Yeah. And again, it's like, uh, and, and this. The production of that, the the original, the first two seasons of that were made before the pandemic hit. Yeah. It was just something that was maybe in the zeitgeist of, yeah. like, again, let's go back to our childhood. Uh, let's let's kind of relive those classic memories. Uh, but your kids are they enjoying it, or are they oh just my like, gosh. oh, yeah, they they binge watch it or binge watched it because it's it's it, the second third season's over. We're waiting for the fourth season to drop. <laughs> The third season um, just came out at the beginning of the oh, new yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Like, I finished it one night. I was like, oh, my gosh. They were like, you finished it? Thanks for waiting for us. I was like, what? <laughs> um, But I think when we go back as, a, you know, our age, and we go back and we see those movies, it takes us, we're like, damn, we did. We sat down and we watched movies together as a family, or we went to the movies so those are good good memories. And I the kids on their own find these, you know, I'm not much into movies, you know that. I know <laughs> I'm, that. I'm bad with names, I'm bad with pop pop culture. Is that what I'm saying that right? Pop yes. culture. Yes. Yeah, you can't even <laughs> say the word. My goodness, you don't even know what it's called. I don't understand you. Anyway, go ahead. I'm bad with poop culture and no, all. Um yeah, you don't like when people fart. Anyway, yeah. don't get sidetracked. So, Keep going with the uh, last night, you know, perfect example. Uh, we were trying to find something on TV while we were eating dinner. 
And Luis, 16 years old, okay? I hear I, my back is actually kind of facing. But anyway, anyway, so he says, oh, put it on foot loose. And, you know. Wait, my, the original or the remake? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly what I said. And because he was one like, of those I'm willing to watch. <laughs> he's like, the original. I love that movie. I've never put on Footloose for them to watch. So they wow. own their own. So it's, I don't know if it's, you know, we're, I say we, like current society or, you know, producers, filmmakers, whatever, or these people that put on these shows on TV. That's, those were hits. You yeah. know, those were good movies. And it just goes to show that they weren't just good movies in the 80s or the 70s or 90s, whatever. They're still good movies, not to say they That's, don't make good movies now, but yeah, yeah. it's it draws you know attention to even our our current. That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point because there, like when I was in film school, there were classics that I had to study that are great times, like Casablanca. Mm-hmm. It was a black and white movie that was made in the forties, I believe, and there I was in the two thousand, like late nineties, early two thousands watching it, enjoying it, and learning from it. Uh, so, yeah, like, you know, there are some things that are become timeless. Yeah. Uh, they, may, they may represent a certain time in history, but they're, they're, uh, their story is timeless. Oh. And a group of kids not being allowed to dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's been outlawed for religious reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that happening again. Yeah. I mean, shit, it's like history repeating itself, trying to. Yeah. Um, so, so... Uh, just to, to get the message out there again, like there's nothing inherently, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with nostalgia. Uh, I just want people to be aware of it and just be careful not to get caught in the trappings of it and looking through your at your past through overly rose-colored lenses and thinking like, oh, things were so much better back then because it pulls you out of the present. It prevents you from enjoying now and, and being in the moment. Uh, but it is sometimes fun to just take a trip back and share those memories with your kids, with your family, with your friends. Yeah. Like, remember when we used to? Or right. Like, because it might help you discover, like, why don't I do that now? Okay, well, now I'm married and I have kids. I have different priorities and responsibilities. There's, I can find a way to do fun stuff with them that I, you know. Yeah. Maybe think, you don't want to go out drinking with your kids. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to sit around and pass a joint around. Well, my kids are, two of them are over 21. So it's like, party. <laughs> it's not, it's not. I'm like, anyway. But yeah, I want to tag on too, because it doesn't, it's, it's, you do have to be careful with it because even if you go down memory lane and you're trying to look at it as, oh, look, this, we used to do this or it was so much fun. Your perspective's different now. Yes. As, you know, as, than what it was when whatever time frame or age you were, but you don't want to change what reality was then, and and you don't want to fake it to what you think it. You don't want yeah. to change it. Yeah, like how know? many times it's, did our parents tell us that it was so much better when they were kids? Yeah, how and, many times did we say that too? Like, yeah, riding the being able to ride the bicycle. In the yeah, yeah. Well, don't I mean, catch me on my street. <laughs> I mean, my family cared enough to try and teach me. Luis's family did, didn't care about him because they never taught. Oh, I'm sorry. That was you who didn't care about your son. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that, but you didn't. Oh, God. But no, and that's that's the point I'm trying to make. You know, the music I grew up listening to, our parents didn't like. They didn't like our music. 
And how many times like have have uh, the, the your kids or whatever played a song that you're like, oh my god, you call that music? This is the negative nostalgic part yeah, yeah. of me forcing it on my kids. So when I grew up, um, my mom had just gone through a divorce. She was, I'm going to say, coming out of her shell, being a married woman. So now she's she was divorcing from your father. Yeah, who had come to the rescue originally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turned out to be a freaking hoax. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> it was so, fake news. Yeah. So a lot of the music that she listened to, he listened to too that I can remember, um, was a lot of the mariachi. I'm gonna Those classic call 80s it hits. Classic 80s hits. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the, the, This old, is for a very specific audience <laughs> yeah, that you're talking about. old Mexican like Vicente Fernandez. Vicente Fernandez. It was love music just depressing but at the, in the at the in the moment you didn't see it like that what you our family, to it yeah what our family called beer drinking music yeah so the same thing i started doing when i was getting a divorce no, joking, i did not get a divorce <laughs> my goodness but i found myself when i was upset or when homie and i did have an argument or whatever or whatever we were going through that was my go-to music and even when things were fine I find to this day, I love that music. And my kids, when they put their playlists on, I hear a lot of what I listen to or what I used to like, that it's the same thing. And I'm like, oh, shit, what have I done? I told them the other day, y'all need to start thinking about therapy. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, why, mom? I'm like, because I didn't do the best job. Yeah, Luis didn't even issues. know how to ride a bicycle till he yeah, was sixteen. Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, what does that say about my parenting skills? <laughs> Our parents put the shit that they couldn't deal with into us, and we're putting the shit we can't deal with into you, and that's double because it has our parents' shit in there. Yeah, and now I'm you're realizing kids, it. Kids, you're full of shit. <laughs> Y'all need help. Don't wait till you're in your forties. <laughs> yes, I'm joking, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm you joking, see how but I not. That? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, that that's that's really all I want to say. Nostalgia. It's enjoyable. Be careful. Just be mindful of the negative effects it could have. Uh, yeah. We talk a lot about nostalgia. I'll continue to talk about it. I'll continue to enjoy it. But I just want people to be careful and be cognizant of how you try and sell your childhood to your own kids. Uh, yeah, it, like you said, be careful with nostalgia. And if you find yourself going down a, a dark path, talk about it. You know, yeah, we're definitely. our worst critics. Reach out to friends, family. Um, yeah. I was say, don't try to fix it on your own because sometimes we don't realize what we're feeling is is just feelings that we need to get out. And it doesn't mean we're bad people or what. We just, we're different. And one of the things in that article that I read from um, Krista Gray. Yeah, it's, it's, it, you have to think about where you are now. You went through those things to get to where you are now, and hopefully you're in a better place. Uh, and just the fact that, like you said, you're able to recognize things to see that. <clears throat> and that's what we need. Gross, clear your throat. I can't help it. That's what we needed to see. When I say my sisters and I, when we were like, damn, why do we do that? Why did we look like that? Why did we You need to like see that? what bitches you were when you were little. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> And one of the things you know, we got, we had to see, look where we've come. Not that we're these great, you know, people, but we've got families. We've 
respectable women, whatever, you know. It's You're just, raising good kids. Yeah. Who probably speak to people when they come into the, the house. Yeah. And you, have, who, you have a podcast. Yeah. Who know how to <laughs> ride bikes now. Mostly. <laughs> All right. I know we're going yeah. off. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need to wrap it up. So, like, it doesn't make you a bad person. You're only a bad person if you purposely cook dinner that you know your husband's not going to like. Is that the message we can take from this? Absolutely. <laughs> let him pick out all the red stuff, even if it's just the whole sauce. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, let me know how tonight's dinner goes. Will do. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Hasta luego. Adios. No tengo trono ni reina. Ni nadie. Que me comprenda. Pero sigo siendo el rey.